transparency, good communication, like or clear communication, excuse me, um, with your, te- with your team and all that. I think that is how you build trust and how you can develop your relationship with your team and all that. So yeah, clear communication on both ends. Welcome to Ladies of Golf with me, Abby Liebenthal of For the Ladies podcast. All right, we're doing it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, welcome to the For the Ladies, Ladies of Golf podcast. Thank you. Um, I'm going to intro our special guest today, who (laughs) is Beth Wu, and she is an assistant coach at the University of Florida women's golf team. She began her coaching career after spending the last three years on the Epson Tour, where she posted four top 10 finishes on the LPGA feeder tour. And in 2021, she finished 11th on the Epson Tour money list. Some highlights of Beth's amateur golf career include meddling at the 2014 U.S. Women's Am, being ranked as the number one junior when joining the UCLA team in 2015, reaching the semifinals of the 2015 U.S. Women's Am, being a member of the 26 U.S. Curtis Cup team, winning twice while at UCLA, and earning many awards like All-American, All-Pac-12, all that good stuff. Beth Wu, how does it feel hearing that introduction? Honestly, it's kind of surreal. I kind of for not forgot, but like it's just it's it's hitting me now that I accomplished all that stuff, and it's kind of cool to hear that again. <laughs> it's super cool. Um, yeah, you and I know each other from your early yes. golf days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's been. I need to. I mean, it's probably been like ten years now. Which I just. Is swear, I think it is ten years at least. Yeah. Yes. And I'm so fortunate for getting to experience all of that with you and then Mm -hmm. when I was at the AJGA and you were competing in their events Mm -hmm. and then being able to just kind of like follow along Mm -hmm. from afar like our paths intertwine like super cool no same for you too like um, you went from AJGA to Tiger Woods to like Tyler's everything like it's it's really cool to see our paths you know and our growth and and our careers and all that so yeah super happy for you too (laughs) so much fun Um, yes so I think just, I don't want to spend too much time talking about the past. I definitely want to talk about your college career, but just to give people some background, I think mm-hmm. from your early junior golf days and then in college, was professional golf always the goal? Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I really thought about it much. I mm-hmm. saw pro golf as like the next step after college. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I'm just going to go to Q school now and just do it. And um, I got there. I didn't make it through stage two. So I actually didn't have very good status um, for Symmetra. But then COVID hit and luckily finished second in my first Symmetra event in 2021, which got me reshuffled. And then, yeah, like I said, finished 11th last year. And now I'm here coaching yeah. the following year. Yeah. So, um, And you, obviously, you were on a collegiate golf team at UCLA. Mm-hmm. And what did you enjoy about the team atmosphere and how was that different from being a junior golfer playing on your own? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I loved traveling with the team. Um, we had, we always had a fun time, a lot of giggles here and there and I'm still good. Like Lilia Wu is like my best friend. And so we still keep in touch and stuff. Um, 
And I think as a junior golfer, yeah, you did, you did have fun at tournaments, but you're still traveling with your parents and stuff and, yeah. and all that, which I mean, I love my parents as well, but as on a college team, it's like where you, you grow with each other, you learn about each other with each other and about yourself really. And so that's what I really enjoyed. And honestly, like I made good friends out of it. And Lily is, I mean, she's, she's my, she's my person. So I'm really grateful for that. But yeah. yeah. That's- mm-hmm. That's amazing. And so did you, I mean, you kind of alluded to it. You said the next step was just, oh, I'm going to go to Q school. So did Mm -hmm. you have any expectations for yourself? um, Or were you like, I'm just going to go with the flow and see what happens? I think I had high expectations because at that time, I always had high expectations. Um, I I don't think I reached many of my goals in college and so in pro mm-hmm. ball, and when I went to Q school I was like all right I'm gonna go stage one good like cool went like breeze through it stage two didn't realize how hard it was gonna be slash I wasn't playing very well and that was kind of like a reality check with how I needed to be better um like to play on LPGA tour and stuff so I mean I guess COVID in a sense was like a blessing in, blessing in disguise because that gave me more time to prep mm. for the semester tour and like, and earn my status that way. Um, but then again, it fell short and made me need to like reset and again, didn't make it through stage three of um, Q school. So another learning curve. So yeah, I, I just told myself to give, give it another shot in 2022 and um honestly uh i think i'm digressing but you're good the the where i where i am now it's like how i got to it was that last august in 2021 i wanted to quit there was a point where i was like i'm done playing pro golf i i love the game of golf but traveling and the pro life was just not cut out for me i i love stability in my life it's just being in one place not the the finances was not an issue um, it's just me personally, like I need stability and I need to be in one place and I wanted to build like a relationship with like at, in one spot, you know? So after I actually played, well, I saw you at the open yeah, and I actually got COVID after the open. So I had like a couple of days of quarantine where I was like, you know what? I am done, done. I realized that I played like one of the biggest majors of the year or if not the biggest major of the year. Yeah. And I felt the same way. And so I was like, you know what, I'm done. I've always wanted to go to coaching anyway. And luckily Florida's opened up. There's all there's other schools that I looked at as well, but Florida opened up, had an interview uh, in person. And then she, Emily um, had offered like the next day. And I was like, cool, I can get off this tour right now and start packing my bag. Just give me, <laughs> just give me three days at home with my family and I'm good. I'm all yours. And oh my gosh, here, so here I am now. <laughs> I, so you just answered a bunch of my questions, but I kind of want to like dive deeper into a few of them. Yeah. So yeah. one of them, it sounds like you didn't really set a deadline for yourself to make it to the LPGA. You were just like, Mm-mm. this was a pivot that you were ready to make. Yeah. I okay. had told myself, okay, like two years on submission, which is now Epson, like two years max, because like okay. I had talked to other pros and stuff about it. And um, I did year one, which is fine. Like I did. I did, I did well. Um, and so I went into 2022 thinking like, okay, I had more status than I did last year and let's give it a shot. And so midway, it was just the same feeling. So I was like, you know what? I'm not, 
if I'm not happy being on this tour, I don't know if I'm going to be happy. Like, not, I'm sorry, not this specific tour, but this lifestyle. Yeah. If I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, I'm not going to be like mentally like stable yeah. to like to do it. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think I don't say, I'm not saying that I quit pro golf. It's just more so like semi-retired. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So, but to answer your question, yes, the deadline was two years on Symmetra max or else go do other mm. things. And I was totally at peace with that. Interesting. So, nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and like, these are things like, we don't like share these things with people. They're just internal. No. Yeah, they're internal and I'm okay sharing it because I think yeah. sharing it is great. And I think people are afraid because they're like, oh my God, that's, that's such a short, you know, uh, deadline or something. And people are afraid to just say that. And I think once I quit, or not quit, sorry, <laughs> once I stopped playing, um, I think a couple of my friends had, or I don't know, maybe it opened doors for other people to talk about, you know, potentially yeah. stopping as well, you know, so yeah. I love it. And like <laughs> you're moving on to doing things that you love, which is super cool. I yeah. want to know though, when was the first time that you were like, maybe I could be a college coach? Cause you alluded to like, <laughs> this is something that you kind of were interested yeah. in. Honestly, I, I joke around, I joked around with my assistant coach at UCLA, Alicia Holmes a lot that I was like, one day I'm going to take your job. You know, <laughs> the joke was that she would be the head coach and I would work for her. Cause I, <laughs> I love Alicia. Like she's great. I love Carrie. Like Carrie is great as well. So, um, but yeah, that, I think that time that was like, okay, I could do this. This is cool. And then my friend and I, we joke that we take over another program one day and stuff. And I don't know, it was just it was fun. And then now it's an action, like a reality and it's kind of cool. And I, I love it so far. I lucked out really hard with Gainesville and with Florida and our head coach, Emily, like there, it's been awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, so you were saying after the U S women's open, you, Mm -hmm. you had your days in quarantine and (laughs) that is when you decided you, you were done with this, this part of the journey and you were going to pivot to a new journey. And so how, how did you know the next steps? Like, were you, did you start texting people or what happened? Yeah. So I just, I was just on, I actually had a friend who was looking into college coaching as well. And so I was like, Hey, how do I write my resume and whatever? And she sent me it. I whipped it up in like a day and a half, um, looked up NCAA like marketplace or something like that. And, um, made a few calls here and there. Um, and so luckily uh, the people I knew had more connections and eventually led me to Florida. And here we are. Yeah. So yes. And now you live in Gainesville. I know, which is wild because this is a, I've told people this, but like I joke around with my friends back at home, like, oh, you can never pay me to live in Florida. Like, <laughs> no way. And here I am getting paid to live, getting paid to live in Florida, which is, yep. and it, Gainesville honestly is better than like, it's, it's so good. Like, good. Florida is awesome. Like the school itself, it's awesome. The student athletes, like they are getting treated well, and it's awesome to see yeah. this. So yeah, and the facilities here are great and all that. So nice. honestly, all, all green flags. <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely want to dive into now, just like the differences and being a coach now. So how uh-huh. is the shift from being, you know, a professional golfer who has to focus so much on themselves to mm-hmm. now being somebody who is part of a team and like has to nurture a group of people? Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult for me because I'm like, I, my personality is like, I'm going to tell it straight. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's more so how can I, you know, um, say it in a more caring, like, like you said, nurturing way to the players so that they can honestly learn it themselves and not have us force it onto them. Like kind of just like putting your foot in the door with this idea of something for them and all that. So that's, that's been the kind of hardest thing for me. Um, I mean, some people can, some people like it to be more direct and stuff. So um, that's worked well with one of my players actually. Um, So, but other than that, like, I mean, our team, our team's great. They, I think they appreciate the feedback and all that, but yeah, that, that is one of the difficulties of, for me at least. But yeah. it's also, it's only been like two months. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was so. going to ask you, what have been some of your early wins that you've had with the team? Even if it's just like personal, like yeah, activities that you've done with them or just like small little wins that you've had. Uh, I love, I love, I, w- I went to do yoga with them the other day. It was great. Yeah. Like yeah. that was, I joined the yoga and then like we, it's, I think they're just a very wholesome group of girls. And I think any moment that I get to like spend with them, like either on or off the course, like it's, it's fun. A lot of giggles here and there. And they're just, they're just wholesome kids. And I think that's, that's all like, that's what I love. And then they're great. And then working with Emily as well, it's just, we are on the same wavelength humor wise, like any, anything we're on the same wavelength. So it's, it's meshed very well. You often hear that sometimes like it can go either way that players can go on to be good coaches mm-hmm. and some players it like they are just meant to play the sport mm-hmm. so for you do you find why why do you believe in yourself to be somebody who can transition into being a coach I think it's because I have had a lot of playing experience. Granted, mm-hmm. it's not on like LPGA or I don't have a lot of pro experience, but I mean, I've, I was in these girls' shoes, like, what is it? 20, like three years ago, three yeah. to three to six years ago, whatever. So yeah. like, it's pretty fresh and pretty fresh in my mind and stuff. And I think it's for, because Emily and I, we both have playing careers before we started coaching. Like, um, so we can like definitely just be like, Hey, like I've been in this position before, like I can relate to you. And I think that'll like help the girls like feel more like reassured and like comforted and like whatever their struggles are going through. And we're like, Hey, like, you know, we've been here, we can help you out. And like, and I mean, they've asked like, Hey, how would you hit this shot? Whatever. Or like, how would you go about this and whatnot? And so I think that's, that's why I think I could, you know, be a good coach to them um i hope it's i hope they like it and stuff so i hope i think so far so good yeah i'm sure (laughs) i know i love what you said about being you being so close to when you were playing collegiate golf because yeah that you know being able to relate to them is is going to come naturally Mm -hmm. yeah Um, i I think in the hiring process too i think the fact that i didn't have coaching experience mm. was was not like it some coaches probably didn't see that as very uh, 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 didn't see it as a pro they saw it more as a con and stuff but emily was like yeah playing experience great same year same boat so yeah that that's why i was like i lucked out her 
I love it. Um, so what is something that you're looking forward to doing that maybe you just hadn't before because you were, fo- you were focused on your playing career? I think it's just building a life in this, in the same place. Yeah. Like granted, like I lived back at home when I was playing pro golf, like literally was living at home until this past July, but I didn't have, I didn't build many connections, I guess. Um, uh, on my own, at least I, how do I say this? It's like, yeah, I had my, my golf club that I like, you know, played with the members and stuff, had some golf friends and stuff, but then now I'm here on my own. I kind of have to like make new friends. Yeah. And it's been, and honestly, it's been kind of difficult because first, like I'm gone half the time with either recruiting or like, um, or playing or take, going to tournaments and stuff. So I think I like, I joined a kickball league and like, that'll be really cool. Um, just to meet more people outside of golf slash that are around my age as well. Yeah. yeah. And not, not that I didn't, not that I was like, not okay with like the people at my club, but like they were much older yeah. and all that, which I mean, I love them. They're great, but I would also like to meet people who are on my age as well. And, it's like yeah. you are going through the experience of having to be an adult and make friends yes. for the first time, <laughs> which I can totally understand. Um, yeah. I definitely joining the kickball league will be really good. Um, yes. And it'll be a, a time where, you see events in your area and you can actually go to them. You know, I know you're going to be traveling for other things, but you can focus on like, I live here in Gainesville. I'm going to search for the things to do in my area. Yeah. Um, You should join like a ladies golf league. I'd be curious. (laughs) I mean, like I want to go to the farmer's market every Saturday. That's stuff I want to do, you know, like I could never do that when I was playing on tour or whatever. Like, so yeah, that stuff like that, that I think it's just, for me, the off course stuff was missing. Yeah. And like having a life outside the golf course. Um, so I think that, you know, makes me like at peace, like when I'm back at home and stuff, we're not yeah. just focusing on golf, golf, golf. So yeah. That's yeah. the beauty of our industry too. It's yeah. like, you can be a golf coach, you can work for equipment mm-hmm. companies, you can do mm-hmm. all things and like still love the game. Mm-hmm. But find being able to create the life that you want to live, which is what you're doing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are your hopes for this season? Honestly, I I mean, I for me as a player, I'm like, of course I want to like get a chance to win a national championship with the yeah. for the team too, at least. Um, I think it's for me though, in, in my realistic slash processing mind, I'm like, all right, baby steps, right? Do this. But like nail the fundamentals, nail wedge work, like fairways hit, whatever the stats and whatnot. So my goal is to help the girls as much as they can to become better golfers and hopefully as well as a, become better people and you know mature. Not ma- yeah, mature as they as they're only here for like four years. It's like a small snippet of their t- their golfing careers, really. So as I hope I can just help push them in the right direction as much as they can. And then when they go and they leave, I hope they, you know, better golfers and people than they were four years prior. Yeah. So, yeah. How do you think about a team? Do you think about them in its current year and then like two years, four years? How, how do you guys think through that? Uh, Like with recruiting and whatnot? I guess. Yeah. Like kind of with recruiting um, and like focusing on the group that you have now. Uh-huh. To be honest, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but, it's something you're gonna figure yeah, out. I'll yeah. figure it out. But yeah. I mean, like we, like we are, re- 
recruiting and slash we still have to focus on what we what the girls now and stuff I think right now for us we're we're more focused on the team then once it becomes like I don't know probably December-ish where there's other tournaments we'll go recruit and stuff like well I, I am going to go recruit mid-season as well so it's just a balancing act I guess because you still want to yeah. focus on your team but then also you're building you know two three years down the road as well right so yeah i'll figure it out i'll, yeah. I'll let you know in like two years when you guys have won the national championship and i'm like beth you gotta come back on yes yes <laughs> all right we'll, we'll manifest this <laughs> perfect um yeah. so i i feel like i may know the answer but um i do have to know are you gonna try to get your amateur status back oh my gosh it's like you knew my mind <laughs> yes okay honestly i was thinking about it and i was like what why not i'm not gonna play a pro event really ever there's like a lot of amateur there was a florida state am um the dixie amateur harder hall whatever um and then the women's mid-am and the regular uh, women's am so i mean that's pretty cool right just yeah. to go back and then like potentially you know win the mid-am go play women's opens and stuff like that'd be pretty neat right <laughs> i think that'd be pretty sweet um yeah. you're old i don't did you and Leah clark cross yeah we had three years together and she's in the finals today no Yes, she unfortunately just lost in the finals, but no. she'll oh be running two years in a row. <laughs> she'll, she'll go play Bellar next year. <laughs> I know. She, I think Which she's is, pretty pumped about that. Yeah. I mean, that's like basically that was sort of our home course at UCLA. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it might have been, it might be different from when she, when she played because they redid their course. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But that's exciting to have a women's am at Bellar, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's sick. It's going to just continue to go to great, great places. Great. Yeah. I've seen the lineup. I'm like, this is awesome. And which is like a huge step for like women's events with the USGA and all that. And even for the women's open too. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Very excited. (laughs) Um, well, what? Well, first of all, I'm pumped. Yeah. That's great. I thought you were going to say, I actually thought the opposite. I thought you were going to say, I'm oh, going to really? it. Because you were like, it's not the end of my career. So I was like, oh, maybe she's oh. like going to go back. But no, this is <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I, just, I just thought about it. I'm like, I, when I played pro golf, I wasn't playing for the money. So sure. it doesn't matter that if I was like pro or amateur, I just wanted to go win tournaments, kick some butt and stuff. You okay. know, the money followed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense, it does. So, um, but yeah, I would totally try to get my honor status back if I can. I think I, I feel like I have to wait like five years or something. I I am not on the rules team, so I cannot. <laughs> that, but um, we'll put you I'm in sure touch. I know someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my last few questions for you are just kind yes. of random, fun ones that we're gonna do. Okay. Um, what is you might? I'm so curious of this. What is a coaching tip that you would give to somebody leading a team, like? Yeah, one of my good guy friends, he is the um, coach of a, I think it's junior high, junior high or high school golf team. Okay. What's like what a coaching the, tip that you would coaching give tip? him or any? I would else? say, oh man, that's hard. Okay. I think for me, it, it, it'd be like transparency, mm. good communication, like or clear communication, excuse me, um, with your, t- with your team and all that. I think that is how you build trust and how you can develop your relationship with your team and all that. So 
yeah, clear communication on both ends. Yeah. And what is a golf tip or drill that you would recommend to amateur golfers? The the putting gate drill. Oh my goodness. It's it's something I learned at UCLA and it's going to stick with me till the day I die. It's like this first is it's the putter gate drill where like, I I'm sure people have seen tiger do it where you put two T's next to the putter head, but then you add in the ball gate drill where you have to get, get it started online through the gate. Um, there's a thing that I use called the putting plates. Um, I think Xander Shoffley's putting coach use, um, is the creator of that. And so that's something I would do 10 times in a row every single time you, before you practice, just to make sure you get it started online. And that's something I just introduced to the girls and they love it. So I, yeah. I do just like the more simplified version of the two T's outside of the putter and just try yes. to keep it. Totally. Online. Cause that helps you with center hits every time. And honestly, with the ball gate, you can start it like way, you know, wider than a ball's width and then like work your way. But oh. yeah, whatever you feel comfortable with, honestly. That's a make, good one. Yeah. We're going to have to make a video showing yeah. people how to do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for sure. I will be down. Well, thank you so much for the swag. And thank no. you so yes. much for chatting with me. I'm really excited about this next stage of your career. Thank I think you. you clearly have the passion for it. And like you loved your experience. And I feel like just the mix of that and like who you mm. are as a person, um, mm. it's you're gonna be really happy in this. Thanks, Abby. Really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Okay. All right.